But yeah, so uh, at the risk of getting thrown out because this seems to be kind of a polarizing subject, Uh-oh. y'all believe in aliens? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm torn, really, because I'm not saying that something out there doesn't exist, but I, I feel like they either have no interest in being here, their land lo- or their earth, their planet locked to some extent like we are, or if they did come, they were like, nah, we're good. So I think the reason why it's polarizing is because it falls into the conspiracy theory category and, you know, it can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but conspiracy theorists, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's a, that's a slippery slope. And like, they done went down that rabbit hole. And usually the same folks who are hardcore in the aliens are also, you know, flat earthers, lizard people, yada, yada, yada. Oh yeah. Deep state, George Soros, all, all that stuff. So, I get why it's polarizing, but like this one, let me have this one. <laughs> it might just be the sci-fi nerd in me. And you mm-hmm. know, we done watched all this stuff growing up and all this anime and whatever. So, you know, also just the science nerd in me, like, you know, universe so vast. Well, you know, it happened here. Maybe it happened somewhere else, you know, life, at least intelligent life, right? Yeah, the universe is only billions of years old. <laughs> Anything right? Happens, right? A little bit. It didn't happen at least once. The thing that happened here on this planet didn't happen. You would, once. You would imagine an entire universe. I don't know. So like, there's that, but then there's like all the recent stuff that's been coming out. And mm. see, that's where I mean, conspiracy can kind of brew up because like, why is yeah. it coming out now? I mean, yeah, but what they trying also, to cover up? Like, I live near a lot of military bases, and when they start being like, "Yeah, some shit's happening that we don't really know about," that's what gets me because. <laughs> That's the last thing you want to say as the U.S. military, right? Like, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't live uh, terribly far. It's not. Is you're on? Well, no, you're out by the coast. I was thinking you yeah. lived. I mean, I, closer I to DC. It's Virginia not terrible. Beach area. Yeah, I was thinking about the mech sword. Um, you know about what? the mech sword? You said mech sword. Mech sword. There's a like Pacific Rim. I mean, while we're on. Uh, while we're on conspiracies, uh, there's this big sculpture for, I think, the... the oh, you talking about the, the triangle? Yeah. That's a sword. <laughs> you know that's a sword, right? That's a sword in its hilt in the ground. Look. That's for the mech. I like that. No theory. idea what you're talking about. My theory was I thought it was a rail gun. Mm. See? Mm? So if you drive up 95, right, <laughs> towards DC, when you get to Quantico... Yeah. Yeah, or right somewhere around Quantico, there's this big triangle structure, and it has, like... I don't want to say a steeple, <laughs> but think of like a, a church at like an angle. I don't know what degree angle this is. You see me? <laughs> uh, and like it has a, a thing that just like juts out, like pointing kind of over the interstate. And I remember when they were building it, every time we drove by, I was like, yo, what is that? Uh, <laughs> I just assumed it was, you know, I don't know, railgun. <laughs> but really, I think it's just a museum or at least that's what they say. Uh, anyway, uh, but like. Living near all these military bases, you know, around Virginia Beach, for them to say that, yeah, there's the Oceana base, they're like, yeah, we pick up something on radar almost every day, just chilling over the ocean watching us. And when oh, we yeah. go to check it out, it's gone. And then they release like the footage of the one that like disappeared and then it reappeared on radar like six miles away in like seconds and stuff like that. And they're just like, look, we just, we don't know. We don't, what, 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 like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> and like more folks are pilots and stuff are like, yeah, I saw this thing. Uh, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. 
I'm just trying to like let y'all know that some weird stuff is out there and I want my folks to be safe. So you guys should uh take it seriously. Because, uh, you know, it could be aliens or it could be like, you know, uh, Australia. We don't know. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, figure that shit out. And that shit is wild to me. But also, like, it's just intriguing. I feel like it's a it's a safe conspiracy theory until it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we got aliens out there watching us or, or doing stuff just, just out there. But they ain't messing with nobody, you know? So uh, my whole thing is if you ain't hurting nobody, then I don't care. So... Mm. I'm pretty jaded about the whole thing, but if they ever came down, I would hope that they just do one thing. There's like a uh, public service announcement. We're the aliens. We didn't put nothing in nobody's butts. <laughs> Look, that that's was not us. That's y'all, y'all thought of that. That was, I don't know. That's not a thing. Why would we do that? We would just cut you open. Why would we put something like your butt? That's a y'all thing. So there's like going, going back to the military stuff. There's like, there was that Iranian general or something or ex-general that was like, so here's what it is. There's aliens. The governments know about it. They just don't want to talk about it because they don't really you know, know for sure. But basically, they're like waiting to see if we could get our shit together so they can invite us to the to join the Federation. But really, we're still stupid and squabbling. So they ain't about it. But they're kind of just watching us to see until we get get, you know, get our stuff together. And then like everybody was like, well, this dude's crazy. And then like, a year or two later, that's when the U.S. military started saying, yeah, we see this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And it was just like, oh, snap, he might be not be that crazy. Uh, I mean... Welcome to the secret group of brown kids talks about shit you should know. Look, this is where I stand on it. Like, I find this stuff interesting, but also I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I know it's it's the folks down there aren't people I want to talk to. Oh, so, like... I, I follow UFO Sky on Blue Sky, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> uh, it's kind of the way I feel about like I Check find ghost, ghost hunting stuff interesting. Yeah, but I but I know a guy. Well, I used to know a guy. I don't talk to him anymore. He is he runs a ghost hunting business, and I was like, sir, I feel like that's the step too far. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. But, like, I but regulate myself. If I had stupid money, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> know, you know for a fact. I mean, like. I'm going to have a metal detector on the beach. I'm going to have like an audio recorder for AVPs. Um, I'm going to have like a high quality camera just in case. Who knows? I'm a thousand percent with you. I took a picture of an old radio that's at my dad's house and put on Facebook years and years ago. And that motherfucker had the nerve to say, man, I'll buy that off of you because that one reads radio waves just right to detect ghosts. I was like, motherfucker. That's fun. Just do it. it. Just do it. And I was like, what the fuck? It's it's just a fucking boom box with like a CD and a cassette tape. It's basically it, no, it's basically just a random one speaker radio with a handle and he was like, No, like it 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 is it, it detects like a certain amount of static because of the I was like, Bro, 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 no, no. One, it's broken. Two, stop. <laughs> you got kids to feed. And then he's like, I'll, I'll give you three thousand for it. And you're like, Well yeah. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we are the secret group of brown kids. Who are the secret group of brown kids? Well, it's a secret, but you <laughs> might be able to find us. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> but you might be able to find us alone at home. So lonely, we'd be kind of okay with an alien invasion because at least then we'd have some company. 
Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That was sad. Burn. <laughs> and uh, my name is Tozilla, your host on this podcast. I make my friends watch movies with me and then talk about their feelings. And on the panel today, uh, the brother from another planet, Tim. <laughs> Meteor <Yeah>. Man. Nice. <laughs> and the man who fell to Earth, Ren. It hurt. <laughs> A lot. And That's the movie today is No One Will Save You. This year just came out a few weeks ago, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Uh, pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, I saw the hype and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna watch it because we we weren't gonna start uh spooky season. Spooky season. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna do this whole thing like I was trying to figure out if I want to call it the, the the spooky group of brown kids, but I was like that. Oh, them perfect. Nah, I, that might get us. I don't. I don't know. Once I say it, it didn't feel. Spook, spooky spook you, you, you could have gone with it yeah there's there's a mild argument going around this year whether spook is okay to say and i'm like you talk oh. about ghosts though you talk <laughs> yeah. about ghosts though context yeah. but see the context matters but then when you put it directly next to brown kids, brown kids. yes i was like it's, okay. it's a, it, it starts to fall into a hmm at so i'm gonna just leave, i was like what about secret group or the spook kid no oh. Spooky <laughs> secret group of spooky bread. That's worse. Okay. Spooky and then was... group of boo kids. <laughs> I got nothing. Sorry. Uh, we'll work on it. We'll figure it out. We got a whole month to, to get it together. Well, we, we'll just we'll make it up in this episode. We'll cut it and then put it at the beginning. Brown, brown, uh, something. But yeah, scary movie season. Uh, yeah, there we uh, go. I was like, we can start it like next week when we we'll do three weeks of it. And I was like. Wait, but this new movie just came out. I don't really want us to talk about it. Right. But that would mean all of October is scary. That's scary fine. Movies and scary like, group of yeah. brown kids. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not better. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so our, our first scary movie uh, reviewed by brown kids, not spooky brown kids, uh, is uh it's about an exiled anxiety ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home and it had a new york and la theatrical release but three days later it came out on hulu and video on demand Mm. so everyone should be able to see it now i took a kareem uh, style of entry into this one i had only seen the name and i assumed it was about you know scary stuff but i didn't watch a preview i went in completely blind and i um Wow. Shout I would have liked to, but I saw a little clip and I'm like, I'm going to add that to the list. And then I did, but I, I didn't watch anything else for it before going in. I wish I didn't watch anything. I think I saw a comment mm-hmm. that talked about the alien and I was like, damn it. I would love to go in completely blind, but it's hard because in Internet. the description it says it's an alien and everything. So like if you would have to just be like, a, hey, watch this movie. Don't mm-hmm. look up anything mm-hmm. else, which by the way, next week we're doing malignant and barbarian do not look up shit about those movies just go in right uh so directed by brian duffield uh only thing he directed so far is spontaneous uh he wrote some movies though insurgent jane got a gun the babysitter babysitter was uh, on netflix Netflix. yeah Yeah. comedy uh underwater which i want to do someday i love that movie but that's another one you should go in blind to but i think by now like the spoiler is even on the posters now. No, funny. Because <laughs> they were trying to like pull people in. 
but I went in blind to that, and I was like, yo! I just realized you said directed by, mm-hmm. and I saw something I guess no one else probably saw uh, that uh, creeped me out, is that apparently someone involved in it is named Tim White, so my name was on the screen. <laughs> I saw and I that, like, and I forgot to write down And I was note. like, what am I looking at? I had to like stop and like look multiple times when the producer's name is Tim yeah. White. It was just big as day. I was like, uh, I did what? What, what did, did I, I do? do? What did <laughs> I do? How how wild would it have been if you uh like clicked on his name and you his saw pictures? <laughs> just last week I was watching a newscast and it was like, We're gonna go to reporter Tim White and I was like, What the fuck's going on? This the camera just out of nowhere. And I'm just sitting on the bed like, I don't know what happened. Why are you talking to me? If I was a meaner friend, I'd Photoshop you into various places and then just find insert pictures and just not say anything and just see if you notice. And you're like, wait, that's me. It's just like pictures from like Blurred Con where I like I know I wouldn't fuck at that. Look, I wasn't at that one. And then I'm just fucking with you and I'm fueling the fire. It's like, hey, man, what if like... You came back from the future or something. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 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 starring Caitlin Deaver. I think that's how you say it. I know her from Booksmart. She's been in quite a few oh, things. Oh, so I still haven't okay. seen Booksmart. That's what she's in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she was the one that isn't Jonah Hill's sister. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot her name, too. So I, that's disrespectful. I'm sorry. So the movie was just the other movie, but for girls. That's, that's weird. <laughs> That's I didn't even know about the Jonah Hill's sister thing. Oh, uh, super bad. Y'all just made super bad for girls. What the hell? <laughs> oh. That's not book smart. that's not that's not yeah. nice. Yeah, it was fine. No, but he's saying like it's a book bookmark. They they called it super bad for girls, but he oh. didn't know that one of the main characters is Jonah Hill's Jonah sister. Hill. Oh, I didn't realize that either. <laughs> they don't have the same last name because he changed his uh his name. You're gonna end up changing it again when everybody remembers how bad of a never mind. Uh Actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so we also got uh, Zach Duhame, Geraldine Singer, Dane Rhodes. I don't know any of these people. No, uh, never heard of them. No disrespect to them, but keep yeah. moving. Uh, budget was $23 million. Okay. I think that uh, checks out. There's a lot of CGI, but it's also mm-hmm. in the dark. Yeah, I could have I Silent Hill brought the brightness on this movie a couple of times. Yeah. I don't think they paid. I don't think the twenty three million was part of like paying actors, though. I mean, like, yeah. no, yeah. like there wasn't a lot. There, I mean, the the lead yeah. actress was the biggest name. It felt yeah. like, and it was all everything was on her shoulders because she was ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think uh, somewhere I had it written down. There was only five lines of dialogue, nine words. Thank total you. In the yeah. movie, and it was think, like, utterly silent for you to be credited as an actor you have to have a line of dialogue, right? So most cool. of the people we saw were just technically extras. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, the policeman and his wife or whatever, they don't yeah. utter words. No, And I didn't no, think nobody. about that. Yeah. I didn't think about that until much later in the movie. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, First, yeah. first spoken word is at one hour and nine minutes in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for 15 minutes, I was just watching. I'm like, nobody said a damn thing. And I'm like, okay, now I have to change how I'm watching this. <laughs> So, yeah, like, because then a lot of the info you find out about her is just from, it's in, like, the gravestone and then the letter she's mm-hmm. writing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, CGI could, like, she's not that big of a name, so maybe 
like so so she probably you know came in pretty cheap and then she's the only named act uh actor for real mm-hmm. then cgi if they were just slow with it because that's another thing i realized like you can get cheap cgi if you give them time it's the rule of three right so like you can get something oh, yeah you can't have all three but you can have two out of the three you can have something done fast something done good and something done cheap, cheap. so like you can get decent CGI, but you, if you give them the time to work on it, so mm-hmm. then it's good. And what was the other one? I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> cheap. It's going to take cheap. a long time, and it's cheap, but mm-hmm. it's going to take a while, right? So that's why, like, like Disney, you know, all those millions of dollars go to the actors, and then like the VFX, but they also want the VFX done in like six months, so <clears throat> they got to pay more. Uh, but like the creator, that budget was eighty million dollars, and all like almost every shot has CGI in it, and that was done for eighty million. Like it, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's one way to do uh, think about it. Also, I don't remember a long time ago. Like there was a movie named Skyline, and it was done by two brothers who did VFX, and they did their own VFX, and they were able to make a whole alien invasion movie heavy on VFX. For like nine million or some bullshit. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, they ended up making like two or three more sequels, and yeah, this whole thing. Anyway, Rotten Tomatoes. Do you agree with this? Audience fifty-seven, critics eighty-one. I do. Yeah, I could see I, a lot of people being like, "Ain't nobody talking." <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> like, like it, it. It's definitely. It's not that action-packed. It's not that scary. This is a real good horror movie for like a young teenager that. No, yeah, you don't got to worry the about thing. them, really. Yeah, it's. I felt more anxious than anything. Yeah, yeah. But um, on like, uh, I want to say a critical level, but like, there's a lot of deep stuff going on, and you know, it's metaphorical and all that stuff, and that was kind of neat. So I can see why the critics are like it, and they love when you get a small movie out of nowhere, and it's 90 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, it holds their interest because you, you know, when you're invested, you're like, Yo, I want to see her kind of make it. Also, what's going on with her? Like, clearly. Yeah. Like what, what, what were they saying on the um, dissolve? Uh, it's 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 got a real A twenty four feel. Lord Jesus. <laughs> so that's the barometer yeah. for everything. No, now. Like, it's it, good. It, it it means nothing. It's not and it makes me mad that people were trying to make it a thing. It's like that's yeah, not fair. Don't say that. Look, it's real good. Really Criterion, real Criterion material. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that you wouldn't consider an A24 right. movie, you know, but it's just the just, popular ones. Get yeah. I'm going to just start lying. Every time I like a movie, I'm going to say it's by A24. No, it's very A24. That, <laughs> baby, baby, baby Driver, you like that? You like Baby oh Driver? That's gosh. A24. Yeah, Captain America 4. It's, yeah, A24. A24. Yeah, for real? Yeah. yeah. Melissa? <laughs> oh. Or, or I'm gonna do the opposite and just be like, man, this is such a neon movie. No, neon is the is the other. Uh, so to be fair, A24 had like their whole like mission statement is to get movies from a certain point of view. Yeah, so you can have an A24 feel, I guess, but like it's just obnoxious at this point. No, it's 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 shorthand for I liked it and mm-hmm. I want to look was, cool. Yeah, yeah. But, but dilutes like, like, like what makes it special as so, right. Yeah, you know, Neon has the same type of movies, but no one's like, oh, or it's a twenty-four or a Neon movie. No, it's just it's like a sixteen-year-old back in nineteen ninety-two saying everything reminds him of Green Day, <laughs> <laughs> just because he likes it. 
It's like, yeah, yeah, no, this isn't any. This is this is literally a different band. It's called Nirvana. They don't, <laughs> they don't remind you of Green Day. You just like it. Just say you like it. Yeah. But anytime you you watch an indie movie or you know that type of just something slightly off, not mm-hmm. not a popcorn movie, and you go to the Letterbox reviews, every other one very A twenty four. Anyway, so. I, I get the 57 audience because they probably went in and think because everyone's hyping it up right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they probably went to watch it and then it wasn't like mind blowing. But for the critics, like it's small, cool, and they did a lot of neat stuff that's very solidly done. Yeah, that yeah. you might not care about as a general audience viewer. But as a critic or someone who watches a lot of movies, you, you see it was neat. That was kind of yeah, yeah, that was neat. That's mm-hmm. well done, especially um, like in the package. Yeah, like a twenty-three million dollar package, and you got mm-hmm. that out of it. That's yeah, better not, than a, lot, a, lot not a lot of that budget was uh, spent on lighting, but I'll give them I'll yeah. give them props for so, making a good movie. Here's the thing: I'm going to compare this movie to Shutter Island a lot, mm-hmm. in that they're completely different approaches uh, mm-hmm. to like not just like mental like tension kind of stuff but even how they were shot how you know i mean how little dialogue there is in this and how much of the story is told with the lack of it whereas it feels like you need all of the dialogue in shutter island to tell the kind of story they're trying to tell yeah Um, i see that that. like the music really plays such a huge part in Mm. kind of breaking down how she's feeling and there's just so little dialogue is is really fun yeah but yeah uh before we get into it i want to shout out new york Whoever that is in New York listening, I see you. Also, Missouri and Florida. And somebody in the Netherlands who... Hi-oh. I have an uncle in the Netherlands. It's him. Knows no. I podcast, <laughs> but I never told him the name. So mm. I don't know if he's the type that would, you know... He just typed out Tefran's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that popped up or, or what. I mean, but if how many Tefran's are there? I mean, it, it could work. I mean, yeah. If there's a if that's you, Unc, uh, shout out you. If it's not you, you know, shout out Netherlands, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving forward, we're gonna spoil the movie. You should go see it. It's on Hulu. Steal a password. They haven't blocked the password sharing yet. Or I think it's on video on demand. If you got twenty dollars, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Hulu and Disney Plus would they take away from their brand if they declined you to use the password in multiple places because they they're banking on the people that have that service those are the people that have multiple houses you ain't like unlogging out in one place so you can log out of your vacation house you can do it I mean, they said it's coming and i don't i don't know if it's gonna work out for them but we'll see tiff i will say that if you type in tiffron's podcast your name does not pop up hey no. sir i got keeping it creepy with jerry and cat is when i when i searched really? it that's what <laughs> i got <laughs> Dang. We're a secret. Yeah, so we already kind of started talking about it, but Sorry, how do you dude. feel about it? You, you're good. I mean, we all did. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about it, like a, a concise, uh, you know, statement? I thought it was excellent. Um, it was a tight watch. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like they wasted any time despite not using any talking the entire time. I, I don't know. I'd love to hear your guys' uh, opinions. I thought it was solid, really fun, and like the whole time... I just kind of, I don't know, I was trying to, like, take this in as a person who has lived in a small town where there's, like, practically nobody and that you know what, I I know what it feels like to, like, walk into the post office and have several people look at me like, hmm. So I kind of was like, I couldn't tell if this was a, 
we don't know you well enough or we know more about you than we want to. At at first, I wasn't sure which one it was. Um, I I just liked kind of everything about it. The weird thing is, it's a short runtime, but about halfway through the movie, I was like, I thought this was short because it feels longer than it is. They look. When I was, it wasn't a drag, but it was just like, wow, there's so there's so much going on, right? Look, I I knew that this would be quick and breezy, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it twice. I'm gonna give it an honest watch, and then that's the first time I watched it was at noon in the day, and I was like, this is a mistake <laughs> because it's such a dark movie. It's so light outside, I can't see yeah. shit. So I was like, okay, I'm a second watch. Well, that's when I'll like make out the template. And it trying took to make me you watch so it at night because. I kept pausing to, to make sure I was like, okay, I need to mention that. I need to mention that. And I was like, yo, I still got 60 minutes left of this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much happens in that 90 minutes. I was like, damn. I mean, it technically is a breezy movie, but it they, they got a lot in. Mm-hmm. And almost everything that happens, like, nothing feels useless. So, damn. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. Where does it rank in, like, all my horror stuff i don't know i might figure it out by the end of the episode but it was fun I, actually i'm glad it it exists because one thing i want to see more is alien mm, yes movies. there's not a lot that's why when you brought this up i'm like oh hell yeah yeah hell yeah and like the one that i like is called dark skies and everybody fucking hates that one and i was like well maybe i'll just shut up then i feel like dark Scar- dark skies was pretty good Unless I'm saying the wrong damn movie. No, I'm pretty sure that's the right name. I think hey, that, that was, I thought that was pretty good. Too, right? Like the yeah. gray aliens? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. 2013. Um, sounds about right. But yeah, people shat all over it, so I got real quiet. I was like, well, No, was this? this was okay. I don't remember a lot about it, but this was an okay movie. She said it was A24. Uh... <laughs> it's Bloomhouse, it looks like. Um, you know, I trust oh, it. Bloomhouse is old school A24. <laughs> Nobody says that anymore. <laughs> Aesthetic. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let me uh... <laughs> stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so let's get through. Uh, let's get into it. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, we're wacky today. Uh, spooky season, baby. It's about time. It's uh, so long. It's not funny if I say spooky season, but spook. once I add the brown kid, brown kids. You know they say spook. Can we say spoop? Can we make spoop into a slur? <laughs> spook. We don't want to make a new slur. <laughs> spoopy. That boy's spoopy. Jeez. He he a spoop. Oops. Ooh, it, it 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 sounds harsh. We're going to get retroactively canceled once spoop becomes an actual slur. (laughs) (laughs) I found out the secret is where spoopy comes from. I don't think the internet would let let it happen. They love love the word spoopy too much. Yeah, they'd be like, please no. I almost went with spoopy group of brown kids, but Mm -hmm. it just don't sound right. Spoopy don't sound right coming from a big black man. (laughs) Like, my big ass is spoopy season. And yet you guys don't stop saying it. Like, <laughs> I think you should just do it. Just embrace it now. What up, my spook? Anyway. Oh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> film starts out with a 20-something-year-old woman named Bryn sewing a dress and getting ready to head out for the day. And on her way out, she notices a ring-shaped patch of, of brown grass in the lawn and hurries up and grabs the water hose to put some water on it. Now, at the moment, it looked like 
she had somewhere to be and probably could have waited to water this damn grass. But as a dude who kind of tries to maintain his lawn, I, I get it. I kind of <laughs> feel like she could have at least put her stuff down yeah. and then came back. But she was <laughs> trying to tote all of her Etsy the packages hose. at the same yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it was Etsy. Uh, yeah. No, she, uh, she looks exactly like someone would look if their name was Bryn. So, yeah. Like, they and got that down. She looks like a Bryn, and she looks like she sells custom-made dresses on Etsy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for right, dolls. Yeah. Like, for miniatures. Yeah. Like, not, she, not like actual dresses. She got her little dollhouse in the house. So she got mm-hmm. a miniature town. She's in there. She's, she's portrayed as being, like, hapless. She's capable, but she's constantly, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, mental burden. She can craft an entire outfit, but like she probably would freak out if the right spoon wasn't in the drawer for her to use. That's fair. Yeah. That's I will say that house is immaculate before shit gets real. It's a nice house. Like she and she'd been taking care of it for at least three years at this point, maybe. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I I she doing better than me. I'd have spider webs and shit up. Like Oh yeah. I got spider webs now. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, like last night. My wife was flipping out because there was eight spiders in the garage. Uh, oh. So I got to figure that out. <laughs> Where's my extra spider? <laughs> <laughs> supposed to have nine spiders. Uh, but yeah, so before she drives off, she looks at her in the mirror. Uh, she looks at herself in the mirror, and she seems nervous. After she heads out, uh, we see her come to a stop in front of a house, and like she waves at a guy. <laughs> but the way he looks at her... And turns his back, like, lets us know that, like, he don't fuck with her anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, not just the I don't like you. It's no, like that, a love loss kind of thing. Like That looked like two middle cool. fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That face looked like two middle fingers. He was not having it. We used to be cool, but now we're not kind of thing. Like, he, he like, looked at her, rolled eyes, and hold, turned his back on her and walked, man. Well, initially, you, you presume it's, like, a lover's quarrel kind of deal. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? He's disgusted with her. But then she gets into town. Oh, yeah. and everybody's got the same like patent disgust mm-hmm. for her. So yeah, she pulls into town and like she tried like you see her like uh, we don't see it yet, but you see her hurry up and like toss the stuff in the mailbox mm-hmm. and then gets back in the car. Like, but I don't know why she was rushing. Well, at first I didn't know why she was rushing, and then she's at the uh, cemetery, sitting next to a gravestone that says Sarah Adams, nineteen seventy two to two thousand nineteen, loving mother of Bryn. All right, so her mama died. You know, she's at the grave. That's now. that's like such a sad like inscription. Look, I thought like, that that's too. all you did. Mm. That, that was that's it. all anybody knows that you did. Loving mother to Bren. That's it. Like we loved you, we miss you. We'll we'll never be like nah. Just just the shit she did. Just this. Just Bren. If anything, it holds up just based on how quirky Bren is. Like the two of them just had each other. Mm kind of deal like i mean if we didn't know that bryn had another friend <laughs> then it would be like oh yeah that's t- definitely the type of girl whose best friend is her mom uh no yeah okay very yeah. fair i forgot she also drives a subaru outback, outback. Yeah. she is she is the package yeah <laughs> you know she has uggs <laughs> you know it uh on the contrary she only dresses in clothes that she's thrifted from uh, yeah, she made in the oh, then, yeah, it's probably the dresses she made, yeah, yeah, because the one that she was sewing was like a similar fabric to the one that she wore in the, the 
I don't want to say blouse. The top she mm. wears afterwards. Kind of explains why she's still in the town if she and her mom were super close like that. Because so far, it just doesn't seem like people like her, like her very much. I would have pieced out. But <laughs> if, yeah, if it, I would have yeah, If this is what she has, this it makes sense. That yeah, she's like all she had there. was her, her mom. And yeah, so she's holding on to it. It, it does kind of seem interesting that um, so part of the, the $23 million thing, uh, the package for this movie, uh, it was interesting because they didn't take the whole town back in time. This is happening currently, but everything feels very like 1970s isolated. We only use corded phones kind of deal. Apparently, you know I mean? it's a it's a real town in Louisiana, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't doubt. But it's like you don't see a lot of cell phones, oh, a lot of oh, engagement yeah. with like current technology. You know what I mean? Oh, good point. She didn't pull out a cell phone to call nine one one. You you see a TV once. And it, it is a flat screen, but there's only, you know, a single scene. Uh, nobody else is on a cell phone. You know, they really don't go there, but there's a possibility. Just me taking a mild stretch here. If she didn't sell the, if she wasn't using Etsy or selling those dresses on the internet, it was just orders that someone like, you know, sent to mm-hmm. her in the mail. Yeah. That Subaru, that Subaru Outback is the newest car ever shown. Could be this movie takes place in 2000. Oh, no, it's, we know it's at least 2019 because oh, yeah, the tombstone. Oh, no, 2019 yeah. tombstone. Yeah. Okay, so I went, I went, I went a little, I went a little too criterion on that. So <laughs> went, dial back the A24, but yeah. yeah, slow down with the conspiracies, guy. I'm <laughs> down, I'm down on that blue blue mouse. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because they didn't they didn't spend a ton of money turning the entire town back. It's like yeah. they found a good town that had an mm-hmm. old feeling to it. Uh, but they don't have everybody driving old cars. They could have you know, definitely used my costumes. dad's old. My, they could have used my dad's town. It would have worked almost the same. <laughs> <Hampton> North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, plenty of towns in North Carolina where it's just like, oops, turn around. We went. We went back to 1993. Just, just <laughs> go back to the highway. I believe you because actually, it's a year ago, a couple days ago. Lost a friend, and we went to. Uh, his funeral in Shelby, North oh Carolina. Oh my God! That's when we right. got there, we were like, bro. Like there was a whole Shh. festival happening that day, and it was like I forgot what it's called. They have this thing that was it a fall fe- some kind of fall festival. It was a dog and something festival, oh, God. and the something was essentially like spackle, but not spackle. They it it's similar no, to it, and they called it something else. Having been to Shelby twice, yeah, yes, yeah, it was a dog and something like spackle festival i went there once to pick i was there to pick up a car one time and like i felt like the old man was stretching time yeah because she's like well let's go ahead and have a look at it i know my son showed it to you on the internet but you might want to see it up close let me show you the whole nine and he's like unlocking all the doors and opening the hood and i'm like if you showed you get the fuck out of my way i know what i'm doing of like you trying to hurry up Mm-mm. He would definitely be like, "Oh, you said now." Folk. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Take your Always time. Take rush. your time. I remember him saying, "Take your time." So many goddamn <laughs> times. It's like, bro, bro, we are dr- we are pulling a, a a dolly up to this thing right now. Please stop talking. <laughs> you don't have uh, to give me cash if you don't have it. I'll take a check. I, it's this is an envelope with the money. Please stop talking. Take your time. <laughs> But, yeah, I'll go so, ahead and count this if you don't mind. Just like to take my time. Oh my! Fuck. <laughs> Funny thing about this banknote here. 
Do you remember when the dollars looked like this? I'm going to strangle you. (laughs) I'd like to give you change, but I only have $2 bills. My son should have been here by now, but he lives lives life a little fast. Let me tell you a story about when he moved to (laughs) Charlotte. Like, so my God, who do care anymore? Now, this is back when Charlotte was mostly farms and ranches. (laughs) I'm going to stop. Practically that. It's never going to end. Practically that. I'm so lonely. Please talk to me. So back to Bryn. <laughs> uh, so Bryn hears uh, some people nearby. She's leaving. And like, though they're out of focus, you could tell that they're like looking and talking about her. And she waves, but she's clearly like uncomfortable, right? And then uh, she sees this middle-aged couple, like the husband is a cop, and she ducks behind the car. And that was kind of odd. But then the next yeah. scene, we see her back home, and she's writing a letter to someone named Maud. And she said, Dear Maud, I saw your parents today. Dear Slim. <laughs> so then she uh, she sees the mailman pull up with the package and he gets out and like he pretends it's a basketball and he tosses it. <laughs> Absolute disrespect. Disrespectful. But she doesn't even like let that like ruin her excitement for the package. And she like runs up, picks it up, shakes it a little, and like you see her run back to the house with it. Uh, also you see that her mailbox is like halfway smashed into. So, all these little tidbits. But then we get a montage of her listening to music and dancing with herself and opening the package to see that it's a a new model for her model village. Mm. And then she's, like, cooking dinner. And she's continuing to write the letter letter to Maude. And, like, then we see stuff. If you you can, like, pause it, you can see it say stuff like, it's been 10 years. God, I miss you. I don't think I'll ever forgive myself. And a little lonely. And then, but it's like the, there's upbeat music playing this whole time. She's still dancing. And then like mid dance, she gets a call. Uh, she runs to the phone and like she picks it up and hangs it up right away. But like in that brief moment, all you heard was, you're a fuck. Hey, yeah. So technically that's the first bit of dialogue. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Because right. I was looking for it I, the whole time. I'm just like listening. I'm like, okay, she's gasping. She's crying. She's like, okay. And then I just hear out of nowhere, you're a fu-, And then I'm like, okay, all right. First line. Right. That is the technically the first line. You don't know who says it, but yeah. <laughs> so we're from. Director. He's like, I can do that. That's fine. We just need a placeholder, and we're oh. using that one. It's like, I don't want to pay an extra actor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, as she gets ready for bed that night, we see a picture of two girls, like, uh, one is a younger version of her, and then, and then there's another girl, and then it says, like, Modern Bryn, BFFs. Then in the middle of the night, she after she's asleep, we see all the lights cut on for, like, a little bit, and then it cuts back off. Mm-hmm. And then the sound of something with the trash cans outside, like, wakes her up. And she goes to investigate, but once she reaches the top of the stairs, she sees, like, a figure walking outside the windows, or I guess it was scurrying. Mm-hmm. And then it gets inside the house. Like, it goes out, like, off frame and, like, comes through a door or something. And the figure, now inside, comes partially in the view on the other side of... Tim, you might know what this is called. I'm not sure. But it was, like, a decorative screen kind of deal. Like, you know that? It's, like, one of those things that that it'll be in, like, the the priest's confessional. Oh, I forgot. I remember what you're talking about. I can't think of, like, the name of it. Partition? Yeah, yeah. That's probably the closest thing. Just something like that. Some sort of decorative partition, right? Uh, I don't know why I was stuck on what that thing is actually called. But <laughs> yeah, so it comes in kind of interview on the other side of that. And like Bryn tries to quietly move back, but the floor creaks. And 
like you see like the, the thing turn and like look at her and then she just starts hauling ass and it starts chasing her up the steps and like she goes back in the room slams the door and she jumps on the bed and then she hears it coming so then she jumps on the far side of the bed just as it opens the door and this is when we see it's kind of out of focus but we can see oh it's an alien and like specifically like they call him Grays, like that tall, skinny, yeah. big head, big eye, yeah. uh, gray skin alien. Hmm. Side note: This is when I realized, like, usually when they're that but short, they're green. But when they're tall, they're gr- they're gray. Is that a thing? Hmm. I don't necessarily think so. I think I see a lot more grays than greens. But... I think when I see green, it's a stylized thing, like a like a logo on like a EDM album or something. I think like Mars Attacks or like Marvin. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I've, oh, I'm, Sarah Jessica maybe, Parker got a the Chihuahua body. Oh yeah, yeah. Gross. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I had a lot of feelings about that. I didn't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> any of the Sex in the Cities or Mars Attacks? <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> so the creature gets on top of uh, the bed uh, as like Bryn slides under it, mm. and then it hops off off the bed onto the floor. And from Bryn's point of view, you see its feet, and then it like hikes up on its toes, but its toes are really like yeah, like, like finger stubs. And it, and yeah, it's got and these crazy just, prehensile knuckles on its toes. Yeah, and then it just, it's like, Yo. It just walks away on his on his on his finger toes. I was like, it's like I'm doing a handstand. He just kind of like well, cruises around the room. They call that, they call that the plies. That shit was so funny <laughs> to me. Like I'm sure that had to be just like a reference to something. And, or they're just being funny. They got the like, Bugs Bunny feet when he's trying to like sneak away. Exactly. That, that tinkling noise. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. <laughs> he's sneaking. That's that's where it's from. Like I had it in my head. I didn't realize it was Bugs Bunny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, I'm gonna stop here. <laughs> You're Bryn. <laughs> You're under the bed, and you just see this shit. What's going through your head? immediately Mm-mm. no thank you but yeah i better I'm, i better fucking wake up I, Look, I better not talk right now it'd be a real shame if i break my vow of silence <laughs> uh yeah Ooh. i i might have just stayed under the bed like she got up and shut the window i don't even know if i would have been able to pull myself oh together no i wouldn't bed. i would have just stayed there You're like okay Honestly, this is good even this, you know mess with the trash cans fall asleep i don't fall asleep and snore like just not yeah. moving yeah I would have gotten got while I was asleep because <laughs> <laughs> sleeping too hard. Yeah. But yeah, so Bryn jumps up, shuts the window, then goes downstairs to shut the door, but she's hearing movement on the roof. Then all the lights and electric appliances are <laughs> on and off. <laughs> Cuts on and off. And she ends up in the kitchen and sees the alien coming down the stairs and she hides in like a cut between the fridge and the counter. Mm-hmm. But Bryn had tried to use the phone before she saw the alien. And it was still hanging off the receiver, and now it's like making that noise, right? Their voice, (laughs) the alien voice, was like really cool, but scary. I mean, obviously it's a point, but it was like, whoa, that's too much. So then we see the the alien hang up the phone, (laughs) (laughs) and like Brent sees it too through a reflection. I'm not sure what the reflection was, if it was oven or something. But then the alien sees her through the reflection and then you just see the fridge door swing out and like trap her in her little cut in her little hiding spot and uh so then we just see him like peek over the fridge at her 
the way this alien was fucking with us. So anyway, uh, peeks over the fridge at her and she like kicks the door open and runs. And like she ends up in the room that she had her model village in, right? But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the village or the table flips over and all the models get smashed up. And then she gets grabbed from behind and like dragged backwards on the floor. Uh, but nobody's behind her. Like she grabs, she like gets dragged like a little bit. And then she starts getting dragged again, and she grabs like a piece of uh one of the the models that broke off, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's the piece from the one she just got that day. Mm-hmm. It was like a school yeah. with the bell tower. So as she's getting dragged, it's got a little bell on the top of it, right? Yeah, yeah. We we see that it's the alien, like just around the corner, using telekinesis, and like you see him like gesture in his hand, like pulling her towards him, and then he like makes her like go straight up and spins her around. And she sticks her arm out. That's right. Yeah, she she like yeah. So spins it around, and then like the camera is behind the alien's head, and like we're looking at Bryn's face, and she's shocked. And like at first, it's like oh, she's just shocked because she's face to face with an alien, but then the camera pans to the other side of the alien's head, and she had stabbed that piece of bell tower into the side of his head when he whipped her around. Yeah, she said uh. For whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. And then she fucking just <laughs> crammed it in his temple. Puss in Boots could have learned something from <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so then we see like the alien's face and he's like dying. Uh, so yeah. he, he falls on her and like she runs from under him and runs to the far, like a far wall and turns back and then sees him completely like go flat. And like she's just in fucking shock at this point. And like the music picks up. And then we get this cool transition from her freaking out on the wall to being in the exact same spot, but now it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And she, I guess she was just in shock the whole time. His eyes open. Yeah, because yeah. now she's like starting to come to. Like she was never like asleep or anything, but clearly she was like catatonic or something. So now she's starting to come to, and it's like, oh, now I have this dead alien in my house. <laughs> so uh, she gets up, covers the corpse with a, a blanket. And it's funny, as she's covering them with the blanket, the little bell <laughs> is ringing. Mm-hmm. Then she tries to call uh, 911, but there's no signal. And she's like bumbling around the house because her foot has glass in it or had glass in it. And she's trying to figure out like what works and what doesn't. So there's no power, no phone, but the water works and the gas works, which makes sense if the alien has like some EMP shit going on. Which will mm-hmm. come into play later, too. Yeah. Okay, so she gets herself cleaned up, and she has to take her bike into town because the, the car also doesn't work. And on the way there, like, as soon as she gets on the street, basically, uh, the next house over, I think, is the house we saw her stop at earlier. And so, like, in front of that house, there's a flipped-over mail truck. Mm, <laughs> so bro. I guess the mailman got his, right? Alien says, stop basketball on my mail. <laughs> And then in front of that house, the lawn had a whole bunch of different brown rings in the grass, like the one we saw earlier. So she makes it into town and she goes into the police station and immediately runs into Maude's parents. And then Mm. they're just kind of staring at each other all, or she's anxious. They're pissed off. And the mom spits in Bryn's face. I was completely taken aback. Man, me too. I was like, bruh. Like, because, I mean... She's an adult, but she's still like young. And then this grown, just seeing a grown woman spitting another like. In this I was face. I was put Yo. off. I was like, damn. 
That's like check off spit. What does she do? <laughs> and the cop dad, he has like the mom storms off, and the cop dad kind of hesitates, like he wants to say something, but also he don't like her either. Yeah. So then he just walks out, and then she looks up, you know, spit on her face still at like the cops that were behind the desk, and then they just kind of look away. Mm-hmm. And they then she's <laughs> the she cops starts- like, my name Bennett, I ain't in it. Yeah, uh, I think the the dad is actually the police chief. Mm-hmm. So and it's like another layer of yeah, I ain't even about the, <laughs> you know. So she starts having a panic attack and like she leaves the police station because clearly they ain't about to help her. And uh, you know you see that's when you see other people giving her mean looks and stuff. And she tries to like unlock her bike, but she's she's breaking down too fast to really get it together to unlock the damn bike. So then she runs away. And she's like on the side of a building trying to breathe and she sees a Greyhound bus and she was like, all right, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> we see her on the bus with like a cap and shades, a little disguise, generic disguise. <laughs> she really, she really put on the Korean drama disguise. Uh, she got that Marvel ball cap. Captain America ball cap. <laughs> Captain America's disguise. <laughs> so she, she's on the bus and we see a, a guy from the back of the bus get up and then sit behind her. And, like, I guess she senses this shit, too. So she, like, tries to move and is like, that's kind of weird. But then the dude grabs her and turns her around. And, like, that's when we see his throat clearly has something in it. Oh, like, it's yeah. wiggling. And she sees it, too. And, like, oh, and he's also, like, the sounds he's making is the same sounds that the aliens make. Yeah. And, like, clicking and I don't know what you call that. But, yeah, so... She tries to get away from him. She falls backwards. And then, like, another dude tries to, like, help her up. But the first guy, like, n- knocks that dude out the way. And he's clearly, like, trying to attack Bryn. So she's, like, scurrying backwards. And then somebody else reaches down. But this lady is clearly an alien, too, or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. So <laughs> bus driver sees all this shit. Sees dude climbing across the seats. Like, he wasn't even walking anymore. He was literally, mm. like spider crawling across the seats yeah like up on the top section like going like hand hand over hand yeah over over, over the lane like which just... kind of takes some skill respect mm-hmm. uh <laughs> he ad lived that yeah the bus driver <laughs> slams on the brakes and then we cut to Bryn hauling it like she was i mean that's how you gotta run when you yeah know, fucking aliens are trying to get you the hauling ass away from the bus and like the first dude that attacked her get he came off but now he's just walking so she gets away but like as she's running away you can hear other people screaming off in the distance mm-hmm. i had the subtitles on so it was like woman screams yeah body yeah <laughs> Yeah, at this point, you realize it's it's uh, like invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, very kind of much. Deal. So it's just like, oh, cool, because that kind of changes the pace of the movie. It's not just mm-hmm. her experience yeah. in a house is like, oh, not only will she no, not be not saved. Yeah. yeah, it's not only that she won't be saved because she's the town pariah. It's also because the town doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so on top of not being like super popular, she also mm-hmm. isn't sure who she can trust at all now. Yeah. Because obviously you can't trust cops. <laughs> Isolated. <laughs> <laughs> Was that A A A B? All aliens are bastards. <laughs> Only if they're cops. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was it uh, one 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 two? <laughs> so uh, 
on the way uh i'm sorry uh Brynn eventually ends up at, at the cemetery again and like we see her looking at Maud's gravestone mm-hmm. but then she sees like an ominous cloud rolling up like that's clearly fucking aliens i like i know aliens when i see yeah. cloud that ain't right <laughs> i've never seen aliens but i've seen clouds and that <laughs> yeah. cloud ain't right Right, so she sees it, and then she starts hauling ass home, uh, like same speed, booking it. Good for her. She's a runner. She's a track star. And on the way, she passes the same house again, again her neighbor's house, and sees the dude that snubbed her. And I guess his whole family was standing outside, had their arms stretched up to the, to the scary cloud, mm-hmm. and like they're looking up, so all their throats are kind of exposed, and you see all their scrotes had the squirming shit going on. Yeah, like everybody had a weird Adam's apple. Yeah, like a scarab was in there or something. And oh yeah, from then they all turn to look at Bryn at the same time, and like she starts legging it again. Mm-hmm. So and before the scene changes, like we see the silhouette of a spaceship in the cloud. So she was right. <laughs> I know an alien cloud when I see one. I I do really like that they still stuck with the whole kind of. Uh alien ship profile is just the disc mm-hmm. and you have the grays and yeah it was fine i didn't have any problem with it oh yeah i i think it it plays like it it uh, what am i saying even if they had done their own shit it still could have mm-hmm. worked but just keeping it as they kept it generic simple yeah and simple alien like the stuff was what everyone just kind of knows to be like generic alien shit like flying saucer big head big eyes mm-hmm. like that that's all we uh we need. I mean, they do kind of expand on that as we, as we, we'll, we're about to get into it. Yeah, but, we, we got some variations on it, yeah, but it is still the variants are cool. Yeah, yeah, but it is still very much the same alien profile that you've come to like yeah. know and enjoy. You well, know what I, I mean? We, Classic we, taste. We're coming to get you. Why? They don't, mm-hmm. they don't talk <laughs> in the movie, so we don't need to explain nothing. We just already know. Yeah, like, oh, those are aliens. It's an alien invasion. Yeah, I suppose that's that. Also, it leans on our pre-existing understanding so we don't even yeah. need dialogue yeah we need yeah. less dialogue so that works yeah absolutely so yeah so uh rim makes it home and she looks under the blanket at the corpse and notices like a slime trail leads out outside mm-hmm. to a plant and she's at first she tries to look for it but then she sees like oh yeah the cloud is still coming so she gets back inside and she starts to prepare herself to fight back and like like we see her boiling water and blocking windows she, and whatnot. she's trying to kevin mccallister like oh, yes, no, thank you yeah, I, I said when it became science and Home Alone, that's what that's where I was like, hell yeah. As soon as I saw her, like, oh, she's checking drugs, she's like, lighter, box cutter, boiling water. I was like, oh, she about to Home Alone these aliens. She's got, <laughs> yeah, she's got a, a paint bucket, paint bucket on a rope. Look, I got the really wet excited bandage. at this point because I was like, yeah, <laughs> like what creative ways she's about <laughs> about to do this. That was a little short-lived, though, because... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I was trying to think of her skills. Like, she's going to make a dress for him. Look, so she's running around the house getting stuff ready, and, like, she doesn't see it, but as a viewer, we see that it gets... Like, now it's pretty dark outside, and then we start seeing the light shine through the windows as mm-hmm. she, like, leaves the room, and it's the... I guess it's the spaceship, like, looking for her because they know that she's in the house. Yeah, but she hasn't noticed it. But... Then we see like the nails that she hung a blanket over the, I think it was the door actually. I said window, but it's the door. Uh, get pushed out one by one. Mm-hmm. And then the blanket falls and then the light shines in. And like the light is also a tractor beam and it retrieves the alien corpse that was sitting in the hallway. And after that, like after light cuts off, Bryn runs to the basement 
and like down there is where she like does her sewing but as she like shuts the basement door we see in the background an alien drop onto the porch so he the alien follows her down there like we get this fun scene of her trying to avoid him like hiding behind things and then eventually she like grabs some fabric scissors which if you know anything about fabric scissors sharp sharp <laughs> like i also know if any other taylor saw her doing that with those fabric scissors they'd be like i don't care if you defended your life yeah you mess don't those, use my you fabric those, scissors. yeah, yeah you i swear to god you mess those scissors, scissors up. on fabric no <laughs> not on alien flesh what you doing look i remember when cherry got into cosplaying and she got some she held them up to me and was like don't you ever use these to open an amazon package or anything this is only for fabric i was like yes ma'am yeah so we get the cool scene where like something falls behind her and she turns around to look at it and whatever falls it actually kind of looked like an alien too so even i was like oh what and once you realize oh it's not and she turns around and he's chilling right there looking at her like he's Mm. crouched down and everything and this shit was so funny (laughs) it was it was the way he was crouched down like sup yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do this the easy way or the hard way. Yeah, and like he was, he wasn't within arm's reach, but he saw that she had the scissors, and then he just uses telekinesis to just snatch it from her. And like the way he does it, it flies towards him. So like for a split second, I was like, "Oh, did she just throw the scissors at him?" Yeah, and then it flies past his head and then sticks into a dress form behind him. And like he did it, yeah. <laughs> so pretty threatening. He knew what's up. Yeah. Yeah, it was like. Phew. It's like, what you gonna do with those, man? Not nothing, nothing. All right, now. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know from the body, we can't have her have stuff in her hands. Yeah, I figured that much out. Yeah, <laughs> look, they they shoot. They might have somehow probed the dead alien's brain real quick and like looked at the footage. <laughs> the Watch last like, last few minutes. If they didn't operate like off of like a hive mind basis, so oh, yeah, it's like yeah. as soon as something happens to one of them, all of them know it. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Don't eat, don't eat hot wings. Damn. <laughs> Noted. Uh, <laughs> Noted. That's funny. And then, like, so he after the scissors, after after he snatches the scissors, uh, then he looks past her and sees the picture of her and Maud, and he snap and like he telekinesis it over to him, and he's like looking at the picture. He's like, oh. Or while he's looking at the picture, that's when she hauls ass back upstairs. Mm-hmm. But I call this alien the inquisitive alien. They all look a little different. So, like, this mm-hmm. one has, I thought it was veins, but maybe it's markings or something. Some sort yeah. of pattern, V-pattern on, like, his forehead and shit. Yeah, uh, I, I thought of this one as, as a like, a, a peacemaker of some sort. Yeah, like, he, was, he wasn't he was trying to, like, or at least he, he, he cared more about just, like, figuring out what, what's her deal then like yo chill let's let's make a let's make a bargain <laughs> not saying we still can't trust him but mm-hmm. he wasn't straight up i'm coming to kill you let me look at this picture over here first y'all look cute yeah. in your little dresses <laughs> but once she runs back upstairs she immediately gets attacked by a shorter angrier gray yeah and like this one got short legs long arms big hands with claws and like he just angry Mm-hmm. <laughs> aggressor immediate yeah this one like uh as opposed to inquisitive gray this is short angry gray and he's like out for blood yeah. he wants all the smoke <laughs> he's ready to and throw he gets hands. it he gets it too oh, yeah so 
Like he tackles her down, like her back is on the floor and he's screaming in her face. And then she just bites the shit out of his arm. And this shit is so funny to me. This whole sequence is hilarious because he jumps off. And like, this is when I'm also processing that, like now they have personalities because that one was inquisitive. Mm -hmm. This one's short and angry. And like his feelings were hurt almost that he got bit. Like, because he, he turns around and screams at her. And then he even shows her, his hand, like, like, this, <laughs> no, no, he, I could, he's not using English, but he very clearly said, you, you bit me. Who <laughs> bites somebody? <laughs> Who bite? Why are you biting people? It was so funny. <laughs> and it, this, mind you, this is like a, a second, right? Like, it's it was, so quick. It was real quick. <laughs> it took me a moment to realize it was a second alien. Because yeah. things were happening so fast. Look, I didn't notice until the second watch, to be honest, because it was so dark and I wasn't totally sure. But yeah, so after she runs away from him, she that's when she goes to the, the water she had boiling and starts throwing at him. That part was great. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Shout out the Wolf of Wall Street episode when Omi <laughs> <laughs> kept throwing the water on Jordan Bill. <laughs> to go all the way to the other room. Get a cup of water. I just want to tell you how easy it is to make money on Primerica. Just, just please listen to me for one moment. Uh, so after she throws all the water out, like she still has a pot with her and like she's yeah. running from him and the tractor beam, right? Yeah. So as she's running from a tractor beam, like she runs past the window and the tractor beam cuts on and like, catches the pot real fast and you see it get crushed on the wall. Like that track being ain't no joke if it crush a pot like that. Mm-hmm. And she can't even pull it out. It's stuck. Yeah, she can't pull it out. It, it's mm-hmm. like that's how you know like okay, that track it, the, we're establishing that the tractor beam ain't no joke. If I but had then, a tractor beam. <laughs> but then a uh, little gremlin alien, it's mm-hmm. this part is funny cuz I think he's doing this just to fuck with her. So he's like looking at the tractor beam like, oh, and then you see him stick his hand into it and it doesn't do anything to him. And then he looks at her and she's like, oh, shit. And she starts running again. And like he runs through the tractor beam and then it cuts off behind him because like as he the camera angle changes and we see him as he like comes around the corner, the pot rolls with him, <laughs> the crushed pot rolls with him. <laughs> I think. So, uh, sorry, I. We're going to get to the next part that he does, but I think all of the weird eccentricities of the aliens mm-hmm. were really unsettling. Yeah, because mm-hmm. why? Why? Like, yeah, because even the inquisitive one, you got you got specialists. Yeah, like it's like all right, all right, Brainy, you go down there, see if you can talk her into this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then you also got the angry one to back you up. Like he's like, so I ain't talking. One, you know, he mad because he done got bit, then got hot water thrown <laughs> on him four times. He let he, he he watches Bryn run into the room. He just kind of like no, he no, strikes first, a pose. Yeah, he strikes a pose. He does this like he throws yeah. up a gang sign, and then <laughs> <laughs> and like Bryn's like, okay, I'm gonna go in this room and close this door. And like right before he uh, she closes the door, you see him just kind of pop up and hang on the wall. Yeah, he's got a real chimpanzee kind of like gait about him. Yeah. You know, short legs, long arms, kind of like hanging yeah. from the ceiling and shit. And he's like, but at, for a minute, because you're like, what the fuck is he doing with that pose? Yeah, I think, or no, what I know now, what he was doing. He he cut the tractor beam off. 
like that's how they communicate with the ship is the different poses. Yeah, yeah. yeah they but that later. At first, it was like, "Yo, what the fuck are they doing?" And then he like hops yeah. on the wall and just kind of swings as the door shuts, and we see him coming towards coming towards it, but like super casual. But as it, soon as the door shuts, she shuts the door so softly. Too. Yeah, like, man, slam the door, shut the door. He's still coming for you. Yep. Yeah, she shuts the door softly. Like, all right, maybe he's chill. Like, <laughs> he starts the end. <laughs> Start head butting the, the door, door, right? Like, like shining style. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's Marvin. Like. <laughs> oh man. So he gets in, and she tries to fend him off with the mop, and he breaks the mop handle, and she's like, "Ooh, I got a weapon," and she impales him with it. At, on onto the wall, yeah, and the through the shoulder uh, to yeah. an armoire, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like, I was like, oh, that's not going to kill him, and <laughs> but the his head like is leaned sideways, and then she sees it too, and like the the cupboard mm-hmm. was open, so she takes the door and just slams it on his. <laughs> that's Bryn too. Man. Aliens zero. Aliens zero. That that what was the clip that got me to put this movie on my list. It was the only clip that I had seen. I was like, "That's her, too funny." Her, her fighting back against Alien. No, just that one scene where he gets impaled in the shoulder and he's kind of mm-hmm. hung up on there, but he's yeah. on the hutch with an open door. She just walks over and just <laughs> slams it on his face I'm like that. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But then she's you know the next scene she's like, "Oh, you know what? Best way to get out of here." Oh yeah. Go outside. Go outside. Right? Uh well she at this point she knows there's another alien in the house. So mm-hmm. I can't knock her too much. I'm not sure what I I mean, I'd already be dead at this point, but that's true. <laughs> but at this point though, we know that the tracker beams are coming from outside. Outside, yeah. So, so it seems yeah a little counterintuitive, uh, but yeah. she's just yeah. she's wearing on pure adrenaline, so I imagine it's just whatever. Yeah, so she 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 flops out the window mm-hmm. and then notices she's being watched by another gray. So I know when did you notice him? Because the I second I need to see watch, as soon as the camera cuts to her and you see the shed, you just see the top of his head and his eyes glowing oh, yeah. above the yeah, shed. Right. Yeah, and then he like comes from behind the shed and it was just like, yo, he long as shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a long boy. <laughs> he's a long spoopy boy yeah he's way bigger and uh and like he he moves from behind the shed and like we see how long his arms and legs are uh but he's which like, was unnerving yeah yeah it's like we went from humanoid to close enough yeah that was a giant yeah, the it's funny because the one that goes down there to ostensibly talk to her in the basement is yeah, like the most right. normal proportion one mm-hmm. and then you get chimp one and then yeah, you get the slender man one killed, yeah they were like the human ones mm-hmm. and um, they have like an extra joint it feels yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah or at least the long one does right um, long one well, i'm looking at long one it looks like yeah. it has shoulder yeah. elbow and then like another thing where the wrist yeah. would be but like yeah. longer extensive yeah. hand mm. it, it was an unnerving but yeah yeah, especially this part because that means he can he can like get hella fucking like when you hit your elbow you it, it hurts <laughs> and you start laughing. He got three funny bones. He got he got too many funny bones. <laughs> Call him Mister Funny Bones. I don't like that either. That no, like Mister Funny Bones does not sound like somebody you can trust. We don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> you say Mister Funny Bones eight times in the mirror, and uh, 
uh, George Costanza comes in and goes, what the hell are you doing? Don't say that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll let you get on to the next part. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Bryn uh, starts to back up, and then she bumps into a man and falls on the ground. And it's the mailman from earlier. <laughs> and then he drags her by the hair to clearing in front of the house. And then you see on the far side, the long boy alien. <laughs> He's like voguing in the back, yeah. just like with yeah, he's arms and throwing shit. up gang signs and yeah. shit. <laughs> it was like, what is on the ship? We got this. And then uh, the flying saucer above, uh, it starts to like do something. Uh, I also like kind of that design. Yeah, it's a circle, but it was yeah. like the tractor beam was like, boop, 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 boop. like I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of like it was it, kind of organic, but I, like inorganic shapes. It made me think of a subwoofer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was In weird. In fact, it even does that at some point. Like it, it lets out some sort of audio suppressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you all hear that? Aliens. As soon as I said audio suppressing thing, I don't know. Motorbike outside. Went, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, nyak uh, <laughs> nyak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the flying saucer starts to do something, and the whole time Brynn is struggling and clawing at the mailman's arm and stuff, and eventually she breaks free. Mm-hmm. And, like, he tries to grab her again, and she kicks the shit out of him, and he falls backwards. Perfect just, timing. Just as the tractor being cuts on. And, like, man, this that back-breaking sound as the as the tractor beam, like, catches him from falling all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it actually broke his back. But they put in yeah. a back-breaking sound just to let the effect get, like, completely nailed which is amazing side note there was some kind of physicality to it right yeah like side note because this is there's such you know little dialogue like the sound design had to be on point it It makes every it makes everything more obvious because you're just not hearing a lot of amazing in this Um, and that was the other thing i was saying when i was going to compare this to like shutter island like the sound on this was so good yeah and the soundtrack itself um Whereas Shutter Island was fine, you know yeah. what I mean? But it felt like they kind of found I, it. I guess in that in that way, I also compare this to It Follows. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to our hey. least viewed episode. Yeah. <laughs> and Because there was just something about, like, we're not going to understand these things well enough any more than the people in the movie. I loved mm-hmm. that much about it. She was constantly on her, on her back foot, and so were we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, uh, yeah, that... That tractor beam part that was so, cool. uh, <laughs> so uh, the flying saucer above cuts the beam off and like leaves, and this upsets the big gray, the long boy. <laughs> and, like, he gets pissed off and he starts chasing Bryn, mad as hell, uh, back to the house. Then eventually, like she's in front of the house, and like the camera looks up and he's crawling across the top the roof. Yeah, mm. and he he and, like, howls at the moon and <laughs> Or it looks like he's howling at the moon, which is hilarious. But then he's like, I guess he's calling out to other aliens. Uh, and then you hear them call back. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does look mad. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, mad. He, he's like he's like crushing stuff under his grip. And he has the a scowl, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you and can then, see kind of like emotions on their faces. Yeah. Yeah. And then he eats shit. <laughs> yeah, and then he trips. I don't know if he trips or... It kind of That's looks an like angry trip. He just goes limp. But he, I think he trips because his... That's an angry trip. Yeah. When you like mad about something, you're not paying attention good enough, yeah. you fall. But now you can't say nothing. You got to stay mad. Yeah. You got to get back up madder than you were. And just well, even, you can't you can't even acknowledge that you fell down. You have to keep going. Dude, he does great with that because he does that 
backwards, like upside down crab walk. Yeah. Uh, he, across he the grass. on his back and just yeah. instead of getting upright, he just. <laughs> like, like, no, I meant to do this. His head, his head is upside down. Yes. Like, did, yeah. you, did you guys see that rock? Oh my God. Look at the scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he's uh, backwards crab walking after her. And she runs into the car and he dives in after her. She gets out the other side. But now he's like trapped in the car and he's already pissed off. Yeah. Pissed off the spaceship left. He pissed off that he done tripped. And now he's pissed off that he's trapped inside this car and he can't like quite get all his body parts out. So he starts like flailing and he punches through the bottom of the Subaru Mm -hmm. and that like ruptures the gas tank. So gas starts spilling out and... Bryn's like, oh yeah, I got this lighter in my pocket. Uh, she pulls it out, <laughs> ignites the gas, and runs and blows Long Boy up inside the Subaru. Rest of the okay, room. like, listen, that's Bryn three, Alien <laughs> zero. I, I, do, you, do you just this is my thought at this point? At this point, I feel like the aliens are willing to give up on her, but they're still mad because, like, up until this point, you think anyone has ever given them this much, like, yeah. given them this much trouble? Like, I don't think any of the space people have experienced someone this troublesome. Like, they don't have a contingency plan for a girl who loves autumn. (laughs) (laughs) Her favorite drink is pumpkin spice, and they just don't know what to do with her. This girl runs an Etsy shop. They she is running circles around them. (laughs) They've not had to deal with this anytime before. The mailman didn't give them this much trouble. Nobody else up until now has been this slippery. They are so mad right now. You're right. <laughs> the fuck coming back here and fall. She's like a Tom Cruise level threat to these aliens. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know what to do. <laughs> it's because she's taller than Tom Cruise. She has like <laughs> she's an inch above him, so she's just that much more effective. She runs. Just what, as are, fast. what are we supposed to do? She just keeps running. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, I, I kept hoping. I kept hoping when she was in the woods with one of the aliens and they were dying, she would just be like, "You one ugly motherfucker." <laughs> I just wanted first to line dialogue and be like, "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Think of all. Oh, we could just uh, come up with one-liners for every time she kills an alien. Yeah, for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, Bryn runs back to the dark house and like we see. Uh, we see alien fingers open a doorknob and it's to Bryn's bedroom and it's the inquisitive one from before. And like, he comes in and he starts checking out all her sentimental mod shit. And Bryn comes out from where she was hiding and she was about to swing on him with the trophy. What that trophy's for? Probably running or so. <laughs> uh, Killing yeah. aliens. I was going to say <laughs> uh, improv alien dispatching. <laughs> Home the little did you know I'm the champion. She's the ni- 2019 Macaulay Culkin Award. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she goes to swing on this uh, on Inquisitive Boy. And without even turning around, you just see his hand twist. And her ass goes flying through the door. Through the door? Through the wall? Mm-hmm. Through the wall. To the window. <laughs> Till the sweat. Yeah. Dry- and, uh, <laughs> Please don't. It's a different alien movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was I, I was not really expecting him to be possibly more 
um, on the ball and slightly aggressive than the other two because that was yeah. the he he didn't compromise at all. He was just like, nope, you're threats now. You're, you're I know too much about you. Back off. Yeah, he's I'm wondering like, if the markings denote them being like of like a higher level, so everybody else is a normal gray. But if you're gray with markings, you're I don't know, maybe because uh, the other ones didn't have telepathy. This one does. The oh, that's a good point. Did, or, no, I'm sorry, telepathy, telekinesis. Sorry, telekinesis. The, the, the regular humanoid ones had the telekinesis, but long boy mm-hmm. and short boy didn't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sucks. Sucks to be tall or short. Like pick what one. long boy was mad about was like... <laughs> See? The aliens were like... I had the fucking telekinesis, I wouldn't like, have to chase you. They was like, all right, pick one. Do you want uh, a, a, a physical strength or do you want brain power? Shit, I'm smart enough. Yeah, <laughs> Do you, you want to play hoops? Oh, wait, yeah. Brain power was like moving. You didn't say it was that. You didn't say it was moving stuff. <laughs> well, I said it was brain powers. I figured you would. I thought, well, man, obviously you weren't smart enough to give the brain powers. Exactly. So I'm glad we gave you the extra arms. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, she flew through the wall. And, like, she gets up and she tries to make it to another room, but Inquisitive Boy sees her. He's and like, where are you going? And we get this cool shot of the tractor beam <sighs> cutting through the the window. A red tractor beam this time. And, like, freezing her from behind. Yeah. Like, I, was it the red the, one? No, this, I don't think it was. This one was the red one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where the camera is behind her. So we just get her just get frozen in red. Yeah, she's waving. Like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> So then, we, we're done with this. You're going up. So whoever was controlling the track beam, what they were doing was like, for, like she she's standing upright, and then it throws her onto the ceiling, mm-hmm. drops her, catches her before she hits the ground, and then throws her back onto the, or yeah, throws her back onto the ceiling, and then like so she's stuck on the ceiling now, frozen, and we get this cool shot from her perspective of inquisitive boy walking into the room, but. Since it's from her perspective, he's upside down. Like, that mm-hmm. was cool. He's, he's like, looking he walk- up at her. Yeah, he walks up uh, under her, and then he floats. I guess he telekinesis himself up yeah. towards her. And he's staring at her in the face. She's stuck staring at him because her face is frozen. And then he, like, opens his mouth and starts, like, gagging. <laughs> he coughs oh, up a hairball, an alien hairball. <laughs> and then he, like, it, like, un- unfurls into this, like tentacle looking ball thing like it's like you know, an egg almost yeah like you you know them little squishy balls that like like they pick uh, up every piece of dirt possible yeah 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 <laughs> those things like oh, like know. the old school octopus you could throw against the wall and it would like climb yeah. down comes down something like that, that right <laughs> that's a perfect description it's and then it, like lint and dust yeah. yeah it floats into her or he opens her mouth with telekinesis, and then the hairball goes into her mouth and like down her throat. Didn't like that. Didn't yeah, that like was it's gross. It was rough. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course well, the sound design is amazing. So it's yeah, yeah, was, and uh, one eye, one eye goes. Oh no, out. that was yeah, that was yeah. wild. Which was like the worst Real part. Quick. I feel like uh, I forgot. I forgot to mention mm-hmm. when Inquisitive Boy was walking in, he was like beatboxing. <laughs> 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 His little clicks and grunts were like it was like two on beat. Like <laughs> he gonna be in a Mega Ran song. You better watch yeah. out. Look, he came in the room. It's like got your ass. Your butt is mine. <laughs> Death grips playing in the background. 
Tachyon. <laughs> That's alien music. That, Death yeah. is alien music. That's why he don't wear shirts. Dude. <laughs> That song would go so hard on this soundtrack. He's a, he's a long boy alien, just in a different form. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bryn wakes up in a dream-like state to find it's daytime and the house is fixed and everything's nice and bright. An adult mod comes in through the front door to see her and they're both happy. But then Bryn apologizes and she shoves her hand down her throat. Yeah. And it cuts from the hallucination or whatever to real life to her pulling the hairball out of her throat. Like, she yeah. will not die. Look, Again, the aliens are like, make a mental note. Like, make a mental note. Check every person to see if they have an Etsy shop. This could be a problem. <laughs> she uh, she said, joke's on you. I hate lens flares. And she pulls it out of her mouth because that's all, that's all it is. It's just sepia tone lens flares. It's like, y- y'all don't remember. My friend was an adult. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she died and- as a kid. It's interesting because it's like they're using this to kind of help her get over her trauma that she lived. Because mm-hmm. um, they haven't, haven't really figured, they haven't figured quite yeah. the right way to convince her everything is cool, and they yeah. messed up at this stage. This is another stage where they messed up. Yeah. And so, so it's like, oh, I thought you know you'd you'd like to like it's like they're putting her in the matrix, and mm-hmm. you're li- you're living your dreams of being with your best friend, but she's like. Nah, this shit ain't real. I'm trying to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, she she wakes up out, out front of the house uh, after she got the hairball out. And, like, it, the hairball, like, wiggles itself out of her hand and, I don't know, wiggles away. But then she gets, like, remember I mentioned that the flying saucers could, like, put out this, like, vibration, this uh, sound jank that, like, suppresses mm-hmm. her. So it was like, boom. And so she's holding her ears on the ground, and then it sends down a yellow tractor beam to the hairball, and it starts, mm-hmm. it like creates a clone of Bryn in the tractor <sighs> beam. And yeah. then the hairball climbs into the clone, which is wild shit when you think about it. And so Bryn, uh, after the sound goes away, Bryn gets up and like she runs into the woods, but then eventually she stops and she finds that the clone Bryn is behind her. And, like, she's taking it all in, like, oh, my God, it's another me. But then Clone stabs her in the belly a couple of times. And once again, Thug Life Bryn was like, nah. She cannot be stopped. I can't be. Look, she pulls out a box cutter. Because remember, she found a lighter and a box cutter. (laughs) She pulls out the box cutter, slashes her clone's throat. Like, nah, I'm the real one, motherfucker. Check off the box cutter. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that same thing about the lighter. Look, and, like, the, the clone, like, dies and she like comforts it too like it's okay i'm up for <laughs> i think it's just also a new trauma that she gets to experience of killing herself yeah Look, you it's know? all it's, 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 it's metaphorical aliens <laughs> in the mothership are standing there right now like look we don't have a lot of other ideas so like so this like, is the fourth her, like yeah, this, we're this, running this, out of ideas guys yeah come on so her uh her getting mod back but then rejecting it knowing this isn't real was her you know part of her her so that was the fourth this is the fifth Mm -hmm. no no well i mean that was a hallucination so i'm not counting it but i'm just saying it was the it was the uh, the metaphorical like her leaving like her starting to push the past away putting it behind her and then her killing herself is her killing her old self Mm -hmm. like all right i'm uh i'm letting go like this is i'm not about to be this lonely girl anymore 
because also why are you fighting so hard if you got nothing to live for so like it, it just that realization i don't know if you ever seen gravity yeah. see gravity sandra bullock's gravity mm, I don't think so. right like her her, her she daughter fell out she fell out of the spaceship space. yeah the, she's stuck in space floating around and it's like how bad you want to survive if you got nothing to live for and yeah but you know she's like well shit i do want to live fuck it uh <laughs> Well, I got nothing to live for, but that don't mean I don't want McDonald's tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> she said, look, I got five stars on Etsy. Like <laughs> that's that's the that's why Bryn's been fighting the whole time. She got two packages to send tomorrow. Do you know what I had to do to get those stars? <laughs> <laughs> so we see uh we see Bryn making her way uh out of the woods and holding her wounded belly, and mm-hmm. then we see another long boy gray and he comes down the path and like he throws up some gang signs and then the tractor beam catches Bryn and pulls her up this time up to the spaceship and in the ship still frozen in the tractor beam she's uh, examined by some regular size grays like not long boy short boy but the regular ones yeah there's more inquisitive boys yeah <laughs> Inquis- yeah he in fact you see inquisitive gray in mm-hmm. there yeah the rest of them don't got the thing the markings He's yeah. up there like I told y'all she was hard to catch. Y'all thought I was lying. Why you think Welcome, Mr. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so like four of them touch her head at the same time, and then we're thrown into a memory sequence where we see younger Bryn and Maud having a fight in the woods, and Maud pushes Bryn down, and Bryn angrily grabs a rock, hops up, and smashes Maud across the fucking face. <laughs> and uh that whole scene really artistically like mm-hmm. neat to watch. Yeah. But like you said, that's the same way she killed the first alien. Yep. You know, not like going across his head, <laughs> uh, but this time with a rock. Then we see that she's, uh, that she's been writing a dear mod letter since and, uh, adult Bryn kind of like comforts young Bryn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the grazer, and then we like, it pans out and you see like the grays kind of in the background watching it. Uh, so the aliens, everyone, they're all like, "Oh, this is more than you saw from the picture." That's huh? why her life sucked. <laughs> and <laughs> so the aliens converse with each other in their, you know, their language, and then they come to a decision or whatever. By I guess they they all look up, and I guess whatever that the ceiling is is them communicating with their boss. I guess corporate, yeah, corporate. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Then we said, whatever, however the scene works, we get the sense that, okay, corporate approves of their decision to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then we see Bryn getting up on the ground, parasite free. There ain't nothing in her throat now. Uh, next scene, we see Bryn wake up. She's all happy. She's getting ready. She's putting on lipstick, gets in one of her fancy dresses. And then we see the dude who snubbed her in the beginning of the movie, his family and the rest of the town welcome Bryn with open arms now. But we also see that they all got fucking alien parasites in their throats still. And the movie ends with a dance number in the town. I guess they're it's having... A, it's her little song from the beginning that yeah. she was using the little dance steps to learn like somebody from the 40s. Yep. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the other part of it being like very like retro is that mm-hmm. like That's she's not even movie. watching a YouTube video to learn how to dance or something. She's oh, yeah. got the little what, steps. What, what do they call that? Anachronistic? Anachronistic? Anachronistic, yeah. yeah. I'd say yes. Uh, I mean, you're right. But mm-hmm. like there are small towns that still do them little Friday night dances, right? That's true. Yeah, so like that's what it was. Yeah, and they're like, all they're all one big polyamorous community. Well, they, I like she was dancing with homeboy like that, and then yeah. she started dancing with a girl the same way. Yeah. I was like, ooh, 
The <laughs> pendulum swings. Uh, okay. <laughs> she got her groove back. She only had to kill five aliens. <laughs> yeah, so so we see that Bryn is not under alien influence. The rest of the mm-hmm. town is, but it don't matter because Bryn is happy now because now she got you no, know, she got friends. They might all be freaking controlled aliens. by aliens, uh-huh. but at least she got people to talk to now. She's not lonely anymore. Happy ending. And like the, the camera pans up and you see that there's still spaceships above the town. Yeah. You do you do have one instance of a fourth wall break because she looks directly at the camera. Like yeah. it's a like it's a music video to a, yeah. a musical yeah. number. It's like the end, end of a Bjork video. Like, oh, She's like, ah. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's probably the scariest look in the entire movie. Like yeah. <laughs> acknowledging my presence in a movie? No. People are probably going to argue with this, but I'm gonna file this under the good for her. Uh, yeah. Chapter. No, seriously. Like, this could have gone this could have gone completely off like the rails. Like, <laughs> she wins. <laughs> It, it was the only it was it was the only ending to like a, a scary movie where like last girl seems better off. Yeah, you know what I mean? she's 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 well, healed her trauma. Uh, her Etsy store is still doing numbers. Um, nah, there's there's a, there's a whole genre called uh, not genre, but the genre is horror. But like yeah, there's a list of movies that end like this where mm-hmm. the, the good for her like everything is it's technically it's really freaking unsettling. Yeah, but she's happy. Right. <laughs> as long as you're happy, sweetheart. Yeah. Nobody else make it. Her, her looking into the camera is a lot like Michael Jackson looking at the camera at the end of uh, Thriller. Thriller. It's like <laughs> it's just like everything's fine. Or it's the wolf it, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should Photoshop the wolf eyes on to her. <laughs> 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 uh, let me just get a Vincent Price laugh track. Yeah. At the end. That's funny. Oh man! So yeah, that's uh, the movie. Uh, yeah, Spielberg saw it uh, shortly after it came out, no, and she he didn't. gave it super praise. Not Steven Spielberg. I'm so sorry, Stephen King. King. Stephen King oh, saw good. it shortly after it came out. He gave it gr- high praise on. So I, don't, I don't know if it was Twitter or somewhere on the internet, and so like that also helped fuel the the hype around it. He's like, it was no dream catcher, but uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> Spielberg is like, that's a pretty good movie. Wish there had been a scene with underage kids having sex, but oh. whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, you're still early in your career. There's plenty of times to really just have that scene in one of your movies. Uh, great movie. Should have taken place in Derry, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, he he really wish everybody it. was white. Yeah. <laughs> There's no scars guard, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so favorite aspect of the movie? No uh, talking. No talking. <laughs> no, that was so wild. That was yeah. amazing. Okay. I think it made it stand out, and I think it forced them to do other things to compensate for the the lack of storytelling within mm-hmm. like uh, dialogue. It felt yeah. like a foreign film from the seventies. A foreign seventies film. There's so Funny many movies where that. you just had to like take it in. Some of them that would like purposely not use a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. because they know they were going to try to take this international audiences. So it had to come across the screen in a completely different way than speaking. And I, I used to love that about some of the weird art films, films that I would see, like, especially like when I moved to Wilmington, I would go to this place called, well, there's, it's still here. It's not like it's gone. There's a place called Jingo's Playhouse and they um, have little like events and then they have like a festival. And a lot of times the movies that were like this were always my favorite. Uh, Stephen King said that. He said you'd have to go as far back as a specific episode from the Twilight Zone from the 70s to find something that's nearly like it. So it's funny Mm. you said that. Mm. Yeah. uh, Favorite scene. Mm. I'll tell you mine. 
Please. Right. It was when she runs back into the house. Well, after the she the, the tractor beam back breaking spot. After she oh, runs yeah. back into the house and Inquisitive Boy comes into her room, that whole sequence from just how he opens the door, turns the doorknob with this long ass Oh, fingers, yeah. He's kind of like, caress the knob enough. The camera shows the door opening and he's just in the cr- like crack of the door and it slowly opens and how he just walks. Like, just that whole creepy feel. And then Bryn trying to attack him. He's just like, nah, <laughs> throw yeah. you out. So everything from that and then down to her trying to run away and then the tractor beam, the red tractor beam catching her, uh, all the way up to him coughing the hairball up was just like super creepy, but neat, but also a little funny. Like it was, it was, I had a lot of emotions in that, in that scene. Um, Favorites. I don't, I don't know if I have a specific favorite scene, but one that I really did like was when they first introduced Longboy because you really get an idea for how the aliens communicate with one another. Um, And just the physicality of them. Yeah, right? (laughs) YMCA. But, uh, yeah, I definitely want it. Mine is uh, an aggressive alien being like, I can't believe you Uh. hit me, girl. Why did you do that? That hurted. That hurted. Why did you do? I'm you trying to just <laughs> straight up was like, no. You, you see this shit? Yeah. Dad. No. No. <laughs> he's like he's scolding a pet. Oh man. And then just his whole little thing too. Like him uh him messing with her and then just like <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> did you go run? No, I mean it was just tall boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did go. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say MVP character, but we already know it's Bryn. The ghost face Bryn. Yeah, it five, is. five to one. She <laughs> she she beat the aliens so bad they conceded. They conceded. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you can stay human. Damn. <laughs> they could have killed her in the ship, but they were like, look, you done took out all our annoying friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just straight up like. Man, she killed up so many. She killed so many of us. Let's let's look into her mind and figure out what the hell is wrong with her. Look, oh, she she been killing since she was ten. Yeah, exactly. Alone, you can do whatever. If we need, you got our back. If we need you, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even realize that you about to kill the mailman. He do nothing (laughs) to you. We need to call the specialist. Hey, (laughs) Brent. Brent, we're going to need you to go to Washington, D.C. There's a man, and we need you to bust him upside the head and tell him to stop messing with us. It's like, you're one of the aliens, aren't you? No, my name is Brent, and they're my friends. <laughs> so, I would say favorite character, but not favorite character. Which favorite alien? Oh, uh, I'm inquisitive, boy. I, I, I'm gonna tell you that right now. I like Long Boy. <laughs> Long Boy knew what's up. He gets frustrated sometimes. No, I really liked Aggressor because he was like trying his best to do his job, and some girl with an Etsy shop bit him. <laughs> Just fucked him up. 
Like, uh, yeah. It's like, what do you mean she bit you? She bit me. Dude, dude, just just attack her. Like, she likes fall. What's the difference? I don't <laughs> know. She hurt at me. <laughs> I'm tired of this. If he had a voice, he would sound like uh, Charlie from Always Sunny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sound like... <laughs> dude, I was going to say him or Joe from Memento. <laughs> Joe Pentleo. Yeah. <laughs> or that one actor from Sideways whose name I can't fucking remember. Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul Giamatti. Um, what's We're, that? Boston, sure what's that, that Boston comedian? Uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. It's yeah. Bill. It, he, he could have a Bill. <laughs> I'm not sure if you were on that that episode, but Tim did an impression where they all, where he did all of their, all of them talking to each other. <laughs> I think yes. it was. That sounds yeah, it familiar. Was, it, was it was a memento, right? Yeah. Okay, that sounds about right. I, I'm just, I'm just coming out on the space. And there's a girl named Bryn. Is her name's Bryn? And she's biting me. She's biting me. I don't want to understand. She's biting me. What am I supposed to do with a biting? <laughs> Ow! This is off topic, but they keep playing this uh, commercial for Always Sunny, where Danny DeVito's like, "Why did you tell me we had a bathroom?" And oh then, yeah. And Charlie says oh. some shit. He's like, Charlie, we pissing cans, Charlie. <laughs> I saw that scene. There's a whole extra room in their apartment. They could have been not sleeping in the same room. And he, he's just like, I just, I just want I don't, I don't like the room. It's like it's too much. <laughs> it's like what? We pissing cans, Charlie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, uh dang, I should have looked up some funny letterbox reviews. I forget. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now if y'all don't. No, mind. no, you you continue. I'll I'll look it up real fast. Okay. You can't mess with Bryn. <laughs> but uh, Bryn is my dog. Okay. <laughs> Hypotheticals. If you, I think I already kind of did the. If you were Bryn in this situation, but just in general, I was talking about a specific scene earlier. But in general, <laughs> what would you do, Tim? I don't like, think I would have made it past the first alien. Because he kind of killed himself. <laughs> she had something in her hand. Mm-hmm. She sp- He spun her around. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought to grab held something. Her, she held her arm out and would have stabbed. That would have been as the, the most killing I would have gotten away with. Because mm-hmm. after the first alien, I wouldn't have been wanted to be in the house. I would have just ran, and they would have caught me sooner. Because mm-hmm. they'd have been like, nah, we ain't, that's all right. We got this one. But Bryn had like way more erratic, untrackable strategy. <laughs> Look, it's almost like she 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 didn't know what she was doing. And I, I don't know. That's a good question. Did she know what she was doing? Like, I how feel what's, like... the, what's the over under of her knowing what she was doing and just getting like in the moment? Just I think she was just the right amount just of erratic tendencies. Just, just this, out. just just the right amount of unhinged and fearful. Because the only thing she really planned for was the the wa- hot water, yeah, the box cutter, and the hot water, hot water burn alien. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Dog Life Bryn, damn. Alien got shooters out here now. <laughs> you have to wonder if like the aliens are like communicating with other other aliens in another town and mm-hmm. they're just like, So yeah, um we got a Bryn. She's pretty cool. Like, what do you mean? Oh, we kept a human because she like kicks ass. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah, she like killed five of us. Five? What the hell are you talking about? It took six dudes to kill one of us in the Arctic. What did y'all do? <laughs> You think if uh, if Inquisitive Alien got back to the Flying Saucer and was trying to talk to the other ones like, yo, we should hold off on this one. 
uh, there's something about her, and they're just like, there you go, liking white women again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta, like, no, 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 it's gotta... not that. It's not that. I mean, just like like she had a friend. She's really lonely. There's something about her. I feel a little sorry. And they're just like, Man, oh, here, here we nah, go. Again. Here we go. Always like the crazy ones. Always <laughs> like the crazy ones. Look at she has Man. a record player. She dances by herself. Just another. You just another one of them gray saviors. Just a gray knight. <laughs> Other Ellie was like, "I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. We got to save who? We got to save." <laughs> I am looking some of these letterbox reviews. By the way, I mean, some of them are exactly <sighs> what we said. Okay, you know what I mean? Is All like right. the the home aloneification well, of signs. Uh, uh, I'm like, yeah. So let me hit, let me hit you with these some some of these rotten tomatoes I found. Uh-oh. Please. Um, sadly, the lack of dialogues feels more like a gimmick than a strength of the storytelling here. Okay. Deaver is a ter- is terrific as always, but where it ends up going can't help but feel like a letdown. Uh, Jim, shut up. Yeah, the Look, guy needs a Jim, kick in the pants. Jim, Jim is in the director's good. club on Rotten Tomatoes, and he should be kicked out. <laughs> it was so good that I didn't even realize that they weren't talking for. Yeah, I didn't even a, think about a it. Long time. Yeah, it finally hit. Not even. It was after the phone call that it hit. I think it was when she got spit in the face. I was like, Oh yeah, nobody said nothing. What the <laughs> fuck? I think that's about when I noticed it too. I was like, Yo, it's like nobody said anything in here. What do these people hate her? <laughs> yeah, all the tomatoes on uh, all the tomato reviews are just kind of like, really, dude, really get out of here. Blue worms. <laughs> By the end of the rambling mess of a last act, it's clear that no one could have saved this. Uh, dear Benjamin, shut up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like, so, like, come on. There's 101 reviews, and it's about 50-50. Like, some of them were like, oh, this is really great. Yeah. And then others are just like, meh. So, apparently, trauma puts you on the exempt list for abduction, I guess, because... <laughs> Like that that's that's the difference. It's like you don't want to be a soldier, you you know, cut your toe off. They can't draft you. It's like, oh well, you know, uh if you I don't know, want to get don't want to be abducted, just accidentally murder your childhood friend and you know, all of a sudden you're too emotionally scarred to be abducted. Didn't watch the same movie. <laughs> we got these we got these uh we got these aliens they're like totally fine with keeping a white woman alive. N- meanwhile, on the other side of the country, you got some alien creature that will not stop until it has killed all the black people in the desert. Tisk tisk. So this one is by Jonas Hagberg on Letterbox. I can fix her. Said no alien ever. That was not funny because it should have said what? I I can fix her. Tag alien. <laughs> That's funnier. But he didn't like the movie though, so whatever. No fuck these movies. Uh, yeah, final thoughts. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't know what there is to say about this movie that we haven't really expressed already. Um, I, I think they did well, especially for, for how small the budget was. I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did. You go ahead and just add in your ratings then too. Oh yeah. Uh, I, frankly, I would give it the same rating that I would have given Shutter Island. You know what Uh, I mean? Which is like a 7.5 or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally recommended. Um, it's not like a huge story about man and the condition of man and what we're willing to do <laughs> despite knowing, you know, I mean, the burden of having to kill yourself rather than live <laughs> as a monster. But it is just like, it's it's this character. It's 
how she lives. It's kind of how she chooses to live. She is more comfortable in the end living alone, ostensibly surrounded by aliens because at least she's not alone, you know, beats what she was doing before. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't need anybody to save her, which is also kind of funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) No one will save you because I got saved yourself. Yeah. Because you were a social pariah before and Lo and behold, you didn't need to do it because I don't know you fucking ripped ass monster, uh, <laughs> alien slaying, Etsy having pumpkin spice loving. I don't know. It was, it was a lot of fun though. <laughs> I like to imagine that she introduced the aliens to pumpkin spice, oh, and like, they were oh, like, yeah. and they were like, "Why yeah, are we attacking these people? Holy yeah. shit! You came up with this." Scene with her at the cafe with with Inquisitor Boy and. <laughs> she's like mm-hmm. this like it's some pumpkin pie he's like, mm. <laughs> he's like wow there's a lot of sugar in this but i love it <laughs> i hope you're not lactose intolerant <laughs> all right <Tim. laughs> oh no uh my uh my rating as usual is whether or not i would recommend this and wholeheartedly yes mm. if i knew somebody that was into the uh the the movie I referenced earlier, um, uh, shoot, I lost the name of it. The first one was the first one we did. Oh, um, it, follows. it follows. If I knew somebody liked it, follows. I'd say you're gonna you're gonna dig this movie for a lot of the same reasons. But I think it might actually be uh, content wise better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a third movie. Third movie we did. Yeah. Like it's content wise, I feel like it's a better movie. It's fantastic. Like in a lot of ways that I didn't expect it to be. It's just good. All right. Uh, I thought it was pretty great. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I would definitely buy this DVD. Uh, oh, so yeah. If it came on Criterion, I would get it on the Criterion sale. I just love fun little movies. And mm-hmm. this one fits. And like you said, it, it's only 90 minutes, even though it feels like it's longer because it, it takes us on such a ride. Mm-hmm. But shit, I'm with it. I'm glad it There's a came lot out. of cool work in there. And mm-hmm. I love these type of movies where like, I did, it wasn't even on my radar. I didn't know it was coming. It was just like, hey, there's this movie on Hulu. Uh, everyone's talking about it. Oh, let me go look. Oh, snap. Like, Yeah, some things are like, a, I don't know if you guys watched the Fear Street series that was on Netflix a little yeah, while ago. Yeah. Some stuff you managed to get into before it gets super hyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fear Street also did like an excellent job with uh, what they set out to do. Um, this is like another one of those movies that I, I got lucky enough to go into blind. Okay. But yeah, I, you know, hundred percent. Same thing as Tim. I would recommend this to watch Fair street after the fact, but I still mm-hmm. enjoyed it. There was one that was really good. Like I remember it was like, I, for me, it was like one was okay. One was good. One was great. But in general, I take the whole package. Mm-hmm. But it was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd do something this year, but I haven't heard anything about anything. So yeah, I mean, you know how the streaming the streamers work. Like sometimes you don't even know anything, and all of a sudden it's just like, what? Where does yeah. this come from? Yeah, yeah. Like this. I don't know how often that's planned, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just forgot to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I did. Have, I did have one little, tiny little. criticism of the movie, which sounds dumb. As good as everything looked in the movie, even though it was very dark, it was not lit very well. It was lit very dark. I guess that's part of the part of the the judge. But um, the one thing is. All the, as good as everything looked, the fire was a little bad, but it's so short mm-hmm. that you don't really get to like worry about mm-hmm. it. I didn't even notice it. I was a little, I was probably noticing a little too well, but that's when the 23 million, uh, they ran out. 
they were out of money like that like three that like the barely two seconds of uh, digital fire was not so great because i think they actually did like a physical like real world uh explosion up the car yeah Yeah, like but i think the initial lighting of the fire underneath the car for that split second i was like oh that looks weird but i also have set a lot of fires (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah no you know no, you never nothing. actually did leave that assisted care facility. <laughs> did you? Oh God! <laughs> uh, worked there the whole time. No. <laughs> guys, like, hey, do you have a lighter for a cigarette? And you're like, no, I don't smoke. And you reach in your pocket, and there's a lighter. You're like, dun dun dun. <laughs> but all right, uh, that's the episode. Uh, plugs. Ooh, same old, same old for me. Just keep an eye on my social media. I don't even know what I'm up to right now. I was uh, gonna stream uh, more often. I've I've I got into Starfield and I am doing it. So if you want to come by my Twitch, DD Sluggers. If you find a a, a different uh, DD Sluggers Twitch and it's a baseball game, you're in the wrong one. And I hope they don't do that. Now that I've said it, I really actually really hope they don't do that. I don't even know how, how good they did this year. Usually I keep up with them. I need to check. <laughs> Um, same thing as usual for us. We're just power bummer everywhere. Um, trying to get back into working on stuff in general, just so I have more money to do dumb things, I guess. Uh, which is actually probably be responsible with my money in case anybody listens to this. I'm being responsible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Nothing, nothing crazy, it's nothing new. Just possible, man. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Fiscally, financially sound. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. All profits from power bummer goes into the savings bonds. <laughs> Yes, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, you can follow the podcast at SGBK Podcast on Threads, Blue Sky. Uh, you can email us at sgbkpodcast at gmail.com. Please remember to subscribe, like, share, tell your friends, tell your mamas, yell at us online. Yeah, follow me personally, Tifzilla or uh, Tifron on Letterboxd. All right. <laughs> Next week, we got... Oh, we're doing a double feature next week. Uh, Malignant and Barbarian. If you don't know what they are, don't look it up. Uh, just just look go up straight to the movie. And just, yeah, just go straight into the movie. Yeah, double feature. Hey, so next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>